Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Girls One Bong. The podcast that may or may not give you indigestion. My name is Mac Dizzle. I'm Joya. Let's dive on in. Let's dive on in. <laughs> not indigestion. You never know what you're gonna get here. Upset stomach diarrhea. One thing we don't need to do is I talk about diarrhea on this podcast. In the first 30 seconds, too. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Diarrhea. Welcome to Two Girls, One Diarrhea. Oh, my God. That was the original <laughs> Two Girls, One Cup. Oh! No, those were solid poops. They were right? not. They were not solid. It was like, they were like kind of, they were like a good, healthy texture. It was like baby like. shit. No. Yeah, not we the watched one this I saw. Together. We watched this together. No, they were like, well, you know what? And to be fair, to be totally honest. I hardly even remember <laughs> that. I remember like, vividly. So, I remember the I remember the my first original viewing of it a very long time ago better than I remember the one that we did together just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think my brain was just really like no 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 no. No, that sits you in know? my brain rent free. <laughs> just to yeah okay when we like think that, about it if you're pooping in a cup it has to be a certain consistency. I, you know, and I, 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 yes, I would agree. Now let's move on. Because otherwise you could, you could, (laughs) well, I was just going to say that when we filmed that, um, Mac Dizzle was doing the editing. And so, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's, wait, is it clean? Yeah. Look at her. Oh my God. Um, I was just going to say how I wanted you to screen record it. Um, so that you could put it in the video and Mackenzie was like are you fucking insane you want me to rewatch this and edit it you want me to edit the full two girls one cup video to the point where I'm like clicking it by second by second you do that Joya you do it dragged it drag it all the way out on on iMovie where you like have to see every freaking point zero every frame every frame of it (laughs) so funny ah yeah yeah. Anyway, I'm super excited about your clean bong. Love that for you. You can tell I'm a grimy, dirty bitch when my friends notice that my bong is clean. Even Ross Jewel <laughs> noticed. I was like, "Do you notice anything different?" And he was like, "Oh, it's really clean." And he was, I was like, "What? <laughs> How did you know?" He, yeah, he doesn't use it. He never freaking smoke. He doesn't understand yeah. that they get dirty. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So like, I brought my rig today. Ooh, so I have a rig. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to bring my eyes fire. You have your eyes fire, don't you? I have my eyes. We love Icepire. I did a YouTube video and um, somebody left a comment on it and it was for Icepire. It was with the the drunken Yoki video that I did with Rachel. Yeah. And um, somebody left a comment and they're like, no offense. I just would never buy anything that you recommend. And I was just. Oh my God. Why are you here? (laughs) What a mean thing to say it, i didn't even it didn't even hurt my feelings though like that's the thing well, like yeah. okay don't buy the things i recommend the fuck i mean it, it was, yeah why like, did you, what are you doing here why did you feel the need to announce that a yes it's like it's like people no. are like i'm unfollowing just leave don't care it's not a fucking airport don't announce the departure just go period just get the fuck out go that's really funny. No offense, I would never buy anything that you recommend. And I'm like, good. good. Don't take somebody okay. who has ten plus years experience, literally working with brands to know what's good, who has shoddy product or not. Why would you do that? Right. Why, why oh would you God. listen to somebody like that? That's so funny. <laughs> Isn't it fun to think about how many freaking cool products that we've seen over the years? Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we first, the very first portable e rigs that we shot with. I think they were Dr. Dabber, I want to say. Yep. Those were so And they so didn't even stand bad. up. And then they do you didn't remember, even stand up straight. You remember Source Vapes? Yes. The worst vapes in history, but they Memory had rocked. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, they were like one of the first brands <laughs> paying for product placement. And they and would reviews. just incinerate. There was these coil, um, uh, what yeah. were they called? Uh, Fuck atomizer it was a coil atomizer and it just had this fucking titanium coil that would just get red hot and incinerate your wax that or is it didn't like work. 
what'd you say? Or it didn't work. Yeah. Either it incinerated the right. fuck out of it or, or it didn't work at or all. Or it broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that reminds me of, remember, it was like when I was in high school or probably around the time both of us were in high school, there was those vape pens that you took the dome off of. You put the wax in on the little coil inside and then you put the dome mm-hmm. back on top and there's a mouthpiece on top and then you That was source vapes start- did the same thing. I remember those being G pens. Mm. I remember it when like that long ago, G pen had Us some of the first. Old. Yeah. And then, and I remember that vapes in general being called G pens because that was what everybody, everybody knew. It everybody, as. That was the yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have funny. a G pen, but it would be like literally like a totally different brand. A you just random knew- fuck. G pen yes. was just like a, another word for weed pen. The household name at the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. It's like chapstick for a rip. Yeah, but it's, it's like just also like chapstick, yeah, you know, or band aid. Band aid's racist. No... They are racist. I mean, you know what's like, crazy? How did it take you. What? I I knew that from like the age of like twelve or something. I remember being like, "Why don't they have these in brown colors?" Like I, I remember thinking that. I have a I have a very distinct memory of being in a group message with. It was in high school, so a little mm-hmm. bit after you. And I, there, one of the girls that was in the group message was like, why do we call it nude if it only, it's nude on white colored skin? That is why wouldn't it. it be a, because when you look at, we were talking about like bras mm-hmm. and shoes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. underwear, like stuff like that. So yeah. What the fuck, Band-Aid? We were all onto you a very oh. fucking long time ago. You're stupid. You can't trick me with your fun Spider-Man patterns. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although those I know are the... you're not inclusive. If you buy band-aids and you're not buying like the fun like princess fun ones. ones or something like what just don't get injured. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> just don't get injured. Ooh, my rig just beeped. Do you want right. to take a rip? Cheers. Cheers. Mine was pretty dang small. Whoa, she's crazy. <coughs> Dude, the Illidel rips <coughs> off of a clean, fucking fresh Illidel are life changing. Yeah, I bought some 420 cleaner or whatever, 420 formula to keep that yeah. clean. I've been cleaning it like every, every once, at least once a week. Yeah, once a week is perfect because it never gets too clean, but it's not like you're doing it every day and like wasting product. product yeah, so I've gone through yeah. like a bottle and I've washed it like three, four times. But I also Dang, you went you went through a bottle already with just three or four washes. Well, first, like, like that's foremost, like kind of to get enough of it to slosh around, you need to have a fair amount yeah. at the bottom because it's such a wide based bong. Yeah. Um, but also, I reuse it for the bowl piece and the downstem. Nice. I pour it into yes. a bag and then I just use the same thing. So it gets yes. its use at least. Yeah, that's good. <coughs> that's what I, I've been – I mean, I've just been using, like, alcohol. And <clears throat> I have that really gnarly – the Celtic sea salt. So it's, like, super fucking thick. Now that I have this clean, I can probably just use alcohol now because I you needed – could have before, but no, it would have been, been a few – I needed it would have been the 420 formula for the first, yeah, okay. first wash. It was like fair. years of not it touching. Was a... It was like a full year because I remember okay, I got it. I was going to say. I got it really years. dirty. I got it really dirty. Yeah. And then I, instead of cleaning it, I just started using a different bong. And I it sat there in the corner for months and months and months right. and months. And months. So, okay, it, like, so it's not like you were. Yeah, there was like some stationary. It was already bad. And then dried, it just dried, caked on horrendousness. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, now that you have it clean, dude, the, yeah, the alcohol freaking, and that's so cheap. Bro, it's really cheap. It's like a dollar for a big ass bottle. It's like yeah. freaking so cheap. Yeah. So. Period. Well, good. <clears throat> what else? Um, I did shrooms yesterday. <gasps> How was it? It's like a tiny bit. I did like literally 0.35. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like good. One, one little square yeah, was, of a chocolate yeah, bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was good. Nice. It was good. I was with Sydney. Awesome. Yeah, we were at the San Pedro um, cliff that I go to for picnics. You didn't fall off. Yeah. Didn't fall. We saw like a gopher or like a groundhog or something, and I threw like a hundred cashews at it so that it could have some dinner. 
it was oh, it was like nice it was you. like going in and out of the hole it was the cutest thing oh that's so cute yeah, it was very cute oh, it's really sweet um well yeah i'm so excited for you that you did that if you guys don't know mac dizzle has had kind of a hard time with shrooms traditionally yeah she's just had some emotional moments on shrooms that made her not want to it's just not a fun it. thing for yeah. me but yesterday was more fun than, good. than anything else so that's good and i love those chocolate bars for that reason the dosing like you can really do a micro dose yes and it they taste good they don't taste like absolute fucking true ball sack. that is fact disgusting butthole combined with feet <laughs> combined with why armpit, would you ever say that combined with <laughs> belly button lint that's what shrooms taste like to me <laughs> Keep in mind, she has tasted all of these things before. And specifically, at the same time. Specifically belly button lint. She's a gross. You're disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting, Julia. Oh, but yeah. Wow, that's really fun. Yay. <laughs> for you. Yes, yes, yes. Big things happening in my um, life. Did you see my Instagram post today? I literally was just reading it while you were doing your your troubleshooting. So I was about to ask you about that yeah so i well i went to the dermatologist like last month and or maybe a couple months ago and he was like i just kind of reintroduced the idea of like doing something about my face mm -hmm. and he was like okay well let's make an appointment for a couple months from now and then we can check in and see what you want to do mm -hmm. and so yeah i went yesterday and i was like I'm ready. Except I've had fucking, enough. I have had enough. I'm fucking over it. And it's funny because I look at myself in this. I put like a little bit of makeup on, but it's so funny because I look at my skin and I'm like, oh, that looks good. No, that's what I was going to say. Like, your skin looks really good today. <laughs> I have a little. Yeah, I'm coming off of my period every the week after my period is like, oh, holy grail of skin. <laughs> they always like look so good after. But I did, I did put a little bit of makeup on also. But yeah, I freaking, I just never wanted to do that shit because it's so fucking gnarly. Do you know anybody who's d done Accutane? I don't. It's like literally like, in addition to like the mental health issues, which they say it doesn't give you anxiety or depression, but if you have it, it oh, can make it worse. Oh, yeah. So people that have like a like a history of either anxiety or depression um are more not, not a good to... candidate for accutane probably then. exactly but they well and it doesn't they don't <laughs> say you know you, you're not a good candidate they would just say that you need closer monitoring okay and that you would need to talk to a psychiatrist just to make sure that everything is like okay mm -hmm. um but i was just reading somebody was uh, messaging me and was like a long time ago um decades ago a, a senator's son was on it and he unfortunately committed suicide while on the medication and so ever since then there's been this association with mm -hmm. like suicide mm -hmm. and severe depression and so and like yeah everybody that i that's a big reason why i didn't want to take it when even though i don't i don't have you know a history of depression or diagnosed anything mm -hmm. i definitely would say i have a history of anxiety but i don't have anything diagnosed and so even though I don't have that history per se, I was always just scared to freaking do it. And it affects your brain, but it also affects your fucking body. It basically drains your body of all the oils in it, in your skin. So it's like, that's like so affects your, your skin, hair and everything then. You, everything is dry as fuck. Like... <laughs> especially your face but your whole body if you aren't like moisturizing constantly it's like your skin will start fucking cracking it's so gnarly. how dude. long like what do, how does like what is the process for accutane like is it like a like so, a pill or a shot it's a pill it's a daily pill and the doctor was like you have to take it with a fatty meal which i don't even necessarily know what that means fatty like, like high in fat like like a piece of bacon right. or so like cheese a, but like okay, i would i would say bacon. some type of meat some kind of like a Eat. beef or something. Beef is pretty Maybe some sausage in the morning. Yeah, there you go. Or... Like like okay. sausage, pancake, like just like a good hearty uh, cheese and eggs. Butter. Butter. Yeah. All that okay. Is, those are all fat. That makes sense. Because you know? I was like, uh, it's uh, when you tell me fatty, I think of like, okay, cool. Chicken strips for breakfast mm -hmm. every day. <laughs> but I did so, No, chicken um, is actually but... pretty low in fat. The, the only fat that you'd really be getting would be from the, the oil that and is the, fried and the oil. In. Yeah. Yeah. 
beef is a good source of fat they have a lot of fat in burgers and just things like that so sausage is a great yeah, place to, sure. to go yeah okay cool <laughs> um so yeah it's a daily pill um you you have to it's six months minimum wow. so six months is the uh, one round okay and so you'll usually to my understanding you know by about month three if it's gonna if work it's like really working and if you're gonna if you might have to do more um i don't think that my skin is i i am hoping to the lord jesus christ himself that i don't have to do more than that but i'm pretty sure that because my acne is not as severe as some people I mm-hmm. think I'm going to be okay with the one round because, you know, there's people that I was looking on Reddit. Oh my God. There is like, it breaks my heart knowing how, how much it's affected me in my life. It breaks my fucking heart to see some of these people, teenagers and young adults, and even like some people in their like thirties mm-hmm. uh, with such bad acne. And not, not only is it like embarrassing and, you know conventionally ugly by society yeah. standards but it's also fucking painful yeah that's like, not that's like people it's, it's prone to infection like you have to keep your face so it much is infection than it's exactly ev- what the it average is person like it's you have to do so much more Ugh, it i fucking and people like my... make assumptions like just drink some water or like they and it, that's really the biggest problem is the assumptions i feel like that people make that's the thing that grosses me out the most about people is like the assumptions they make based on what they see i'm like bro you don't yeah. know anything this girl drinks literally gallons of water a day fucking <laughs> eats greens has 11 face washes like shut up <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's a, it's so hard because I'm like, this is literally a genetic fucking condition. Like mm-hmm. every single one of there's I have seven, there's seven kids total in my family. Six of us got acne and a couple of my brothers, it was severe. It was chest, back, wow, face. Wow, that's so, so hard. So this is a fucking genetic that my bitch ass fucking sister didn't get and I hate her for it. I'm like, fuck you. But all my brothers and myself all of us got it and so that's i'm like it's literally genetic like i know i can see in my family Mm -hmm. my sister was the lucky one who it didn't pop up in Mm -hmm. everyone else fucking got it so yeah yeah and i even had somebody comment on my post today that was like oh i wish i would have known i would have sent you this scrub and i'm like girlfriend you think i don't have a fucking scrub you think your scrub is gonna be the fucking cure to my 15 year skin condition <laughs> the audacity of some fucking people bro Please. like i just didn't say anything i really wanted to be like respectfully no scrub is going to fix this condition all right like, this is a dude. chronic condition and also, there is a thing with scrubs and acne because scrubs are abrasive. They're bad and for so your skin. And so if you are if yeah. you're, if you're rubbing your fucking skin with beads like you're just introducing dude, something scr- rough to like open wounds and just do bad things. Exactly. Open wounds create freaking like scars, yes, so much shit, bro. Yes. So, and I have a scrub that I use that is like a very light, it's like a powder that you add water to and it all dissolves. It's very soft. It's very like, mm-hmm. so I do, and like, girl, I've been exfoliating <laughs> for a very long time. I'm pretty sure that your scrub is not going to solve my freaking, yeah, 1.5 decade problem. Okay. But, um, oh, I, so I was going to get back into what it, um the whole process entails so the doctor explained to me that you have to get to a cumulative number of milligrams um it's i don't remember what the number is but i'm starting off at 40 milligrams per day and i think that that so builds up in your system gets then? me yes so it's a cumulative yes it's a cumulative amount of medicine that you have to hit basically okay. in order for it to get, do its full job okay yeah so um so yeah i'm gonna have to be literally moisturizing all day the doctor was like keep aquaphor or vaseline whatever you like keep that on you at all times and apply it to your lips and nose 
all day. Like the the sides of the lips is where people see it, and mm-hmm. around the edges of the nose, just get because that those areas are just really dry in general. I yeah, think. they're just easy to dry out when they do get dried right. out. They crack exactly, you yeah. know, because those are like weird movement places. They're they're yeah they're um like hinges. I want to say like yeah, the, that's not the right word. But yeah, but I, I get what you're <clears throat> saying. What you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be freaking and so you saw my skin when I took when I stopped taking the medication that I'm on now. Mm-hmm. And it was like fucking horrible. I am I just so remember scared. you felt really really poorly at that time. Yeah. Well, and I've always had stuff something on my face, so I think to my friends and family it wasn't as ab- horribly traumatic yeah. as it was to me. Yeah. Cuz I've always had a little bit. Even recently I had like a it was like during a period and I had both both sides of my face were all broken out and we were in the car me and adam and i was like looking in the mirror and i was like like just like had a little moment like my freaking face looks so bad and adam's like what are you talking about it looks great and i think there was a little bit of like you know encouragement there but also i was kind of like i don't think he he notices when it's so so much worse yeah Yeah. you know what i mean i think he sees i think he sees your gorgeous face the way he sees your gorgeous face like whatever's going on yeah. with it that's temporary that does not bother him he like knows what right. your face looks like you know yeah. <laughs> so so yeah <laughs> well that so, was sweet yeah. of him yeah that's for really, and i i told him this morning or just a little bit ago before he started filming i was like just so you know like this is gonna be i'm just gonna need to like lean on you like heavily during this because it is going to be really hard for me. I was asking the doctor. So when my face went all crazy the last time when I stopped taking the medication, it took two months from when I stopped taking it to when it got really, really Mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. So I asked the doctor and two months is the mark where you kind of will start to see some improvement with the Accutane. So you're thinking maybe you can two months. It's because you'll be off for a month, right? two months like okay so i'll be off i I, i'm only gonna stop taking it i'm gonna take it until i possibly like until you can can, yeah exactly so the doctor's like once we start the accutane you have to stop taking the spironolactone which if you're listening right now and you have um hormonal acne look into spironolactone if you haven't before because it has very much kept my face at bay but so i asked him i'm like do we do you think maybe we'll hit this like sweet spot where you know, the spironolactone will be, uh, if I stop taking this and then there's two months until the spironolactone purging happens, but then the first two months are when the Accutane purging happens, mm. maybe I'll hit the sweet spot where yeah. I don't, you know, like where it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like wishful thinking, like I would love for that to happen to you, but I can't guarantee like yeah. that's, you know, he's like, everyone's different. Yeah. We don't know what your skin's going to do until we do it. Yeah. So. Well, honestly, all you need to think about is that it's temporary, whatever you're going to be going through. So yes. don't that's stress I just, yeah. too much. Yeah. I'm like, I can do six fuck. I did 15 years of this. I can do six months of some fucking uncomfortable you know yeah whatever symptoms mm-hmm. and then i'll be fucking done with it hopefully forever so i'm yeah. putting that energy into the universe for you i want this Thank for you, you. i know Thank how you. i just know that that would just be like a huge weight off of like your insecurity you know just like just that's like your only just... insecurity i would argue like you were like my the biggest most... <laughs> yeah it's my biggest because you for were sure. so I... confident you know in yeah, so many I, different I ways and so i like it's hard for me to even be like that what <laughs> you know yeah. yeah i was telling my sister the other day i was like it's really fucking embarrassing especially when my face is like having like a bad flare-up when i'm i'm in a, a room in a restaurant in a store whatever and there's only two people in the room with fucking acne on their face and it's me and a fucking 13 year old boy or whatever you know what I mean? It's like really yeah. those moments where I'm like, God fucking damn it. Why does why did this happen to me? Yeah. But yes. I feel that. I'm excited to freaking yeah, get it just get it over with and do it. And I love and appreciate you for your support. Cause it it will work. It just might take more than one round, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, 
the 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 consensus is that it is like a cure all and like the some people do see some breakouts after and then they just like so if I did my six months and then my face is perfect after sometimes a year two years three years down the line it comes back for some oh, people okay. not for everyone so you might have to people. do another round at that point so, exactly so I exactly Okay. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But yeah, I mean, if I can have the next like few years of my life, like with freaking like some cl- whatever. Yeah. It. It's fine. <laughs> if I, and if I do it once, I can do it again. So yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Ugh. Well, I want that for you and just know it would Thank make you. you happy. But even That's if it didn't so happen, you know, friends forever love your face. Think you're gorgeous. 10 out of 10. Thank you. Thank would, you. I love would, you so much. Would pay for pictures of your vagina. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say face. but And that, that. well, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for your unwavering support of, of me. I love you so much. I love you. Anything else now? Yo, wait, I have a question. I actually, I, I, we should ask the men this because I know you don't. But there was like, I was watching um like this TikTok clip and... It was, it was these two, a group of guys. It was like four guys in a group. And they're like, do you stand up when you wipe? And two of them said yes. Which is bizarre to me. It is absolutely. Stand up? Why would you close your cheeks and stand up? And they're, 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 they said like, oh, why would you reach? underneath like that and like nobody's going unless you're like a woman doing the whatever like you just you go you go from the back (laughs) what do you you mean standing up i don't want to see what their underwear looks like i don't want to see what their underwear looks like i feel like it's going to be skid mark city because you're just smearing it up your your crack at that point no I have no idea what the logic is in standing up to wipe. Yeah. Like some people do. And then there was another one they were talking about. They were talking about um do you crumple your toilet paper or do you fold it? Or fold it? Fold it. I feel like I crumple it when I'm in a rush, but I will fold it if I'm not in a rush. No, I'll do a messy fold. I'll do a Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess never you're like- right. Because how do you know it's not going to, how do you know your fingers aren't going to like? <laughs> the odds are too high of, of some, some slippage. <laughs> you know? This reminds me of, we have a friend that has a bidet at her house and I had never used one before that. I've, they've, I've been around them, but I've never actually used one. And I used it. I've used, I, now it feels, I use it every time I go over there. Feels like a salt. It feels weird. And it feels very it, weird. But I'm like, mm, I'm fucking clean as fuck right your now. Your butthole is like, <laughs> dude, you don't have to worry about like anything. Bidets and the, are top those dog. people, dude, yeah. I have I was one. just going to say, those people who stand up definitely could use a fucking bidet. Oh my. No more standing. Stop. Don't stand up when you wipe. Don't stand. What did you say? You, you have one. I use it as a fucking. It's still in the box, and I use it as a squatty potty. Oh, it's just a box. The box. Put, it's still inside stupid. of the box. I hate you. <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny. Oh, that's so funny. I I've been yet. wanting to get one of those too, squatty potty. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely. Hear great things. It's great things. Great you have things. one. Uh, technically just, not really yeah. but it works it does that's another work. thing that's another one of those brands that are the squatty potty is a brand but the actual thing is called something else there's lots of other brands that aren't squatty potty but that do the same thing it's mm-hmm. true i wanted to play something because okay. last week last week i was like mentally ill like i was really having a really fucking hard time last week like bad things it was just a bad fucking week for me yeah. um and i had been scrolling through tiktok a lot like mm-hmm. that was how i spent the majority of my days and last night i was scrolling through um different people that i follow and this comedian that i follow just made this video talking about like i'm gonna be taking a break from 
you know, I'm just going to play the video so everybody can, so you can listen to it and everyone can listen to it because I feel like it's, okay. it's valid and important. Okay. Hi. This is going to be the last video that I post for a while. Taking a break. Um, so I thought I would share some wisdom to anybody that wants to be a creator. I've got three pieces of advice. One, these platforms don't care about you. So be prepared to understand that. Fact. They don't care about you. The content that you create the content that you consume, it's just there to make the money. And that's all they care about. Two, be careful who you work with. Just be careful who you work with. People will tell you that they believe you, believe in you. People will tell you that they want to see you succeed. This guy has a check mark in everything. But they, they just want from you. Millions of followers. Want to take from you. Me. I feel so bad for him. So be careful who you work with. But we've experienced, like, I just feel life. for him because I know what it feels like, bro. Yeah. And lastly, yeah. um, this is the, this is the part. This is the part that was the most important to me. Take care of your mental health, okay? I would argue that your mental health needs more care than your physical health. We, there's no way in hell that we are designed to swipe our finger and laugh at a video and then swipe her finger and watch someone's journey of dying from terminal cancer and spending their last few moments on earth and then cry with them and then swipe her finger and then feel all fuzzy inside because of a cat video that we see and then swipe her finger and then laugh at something and then swipe her finger and then cry. There's no way anybody in this entire world could convince me that this is like something that's normal and something that like is not going to affect us. So take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. Talk to somebody. Go touch some grass. Read a book. Bro. Holy shit, dude. That is and it is we Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say we talk about the um we I feel like we talk about the um news intake, bad mm -hmm. news bad intake. News we intake. hear about all these horrible things happening in the world, but we don't talk about that specifically how our moods can just go like this just from scrolling bro and i'm oh telling you God. like last week i could not regulate my emotions for shit and i had spent so much time on that fucking app last week just scrolling mm -hmm. through things like coming up with my own ideas for content this is and that like and i just realized mm -hmm. how detrimental it was to my fucking mental health and seeing that video last night like i just i was also kind of on shrooms at the but I like just kind yeah, of like put but... two and two together. I was like, oh, oh my god, my god, like the, like it was so bad. Like there was a point where Rajul, like like I was just isolating myself from him. Like I wasn't talking. Mm -hmm. I was in, in in the living room on my phone scrolling through TikTok, and he came out and like checked on me, and like I was like, can you just like come lay on top of me for a second, like just so I could have like some yeah. pressure on my body, and I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> like why? <laughs> it was just it was bad, bro. And it's just that was such a valid point that like humans are not supposed to be experiencing no. this much trauma information. It's just trauma dumps. And but also tossing in the and then funny the funny stuff. And then the and happy the heartwarming just stuff. so you so you just bounce right off. So you go from feeling fucking so like I literally and I've experienced that. I remember feeling fucking sad and crying videos and scrolling up and the next thing i have tears in my eyes but i'm laughing at the next video yeah holy shit i have <laughs> never ever ever thought about it from that <laughs> perspective that There's, is crazy it is so crazy to think about what we are doing to our brains with oh specifically tiktok God. because i have never experienced anything like that on any other app Obviously, I completely with agree. Because with Instagram, it's it's just not the same. Most of the pages I follow are all fun, happy, whatever pages. And it's also people that you know. And it's people like, that, I, that I followed, you know? It's not yeah, like there's nothing exactly. surprising there. It's not a for you page. Right. So it's just yeah. like that for you page is something different, bro. Holy sh- There is going to be so many fucking, like mental health problems and studies that come out about them studies is what i was gonna say and yes mental health problems yes there's gonna be so many studies that come out about tick tock dude mm -hmm. that you're so right it's completely different 
from any other app. On YouTube, you're watching something longer. So you, while maybe your mood is changing, videos, it's it's but, changing every 15, 20, 30 minutes. But the videos that are recommended are all on par and make sense to what you were watching yes, before. You're right. Also. You're right. For you page, they've done something so fucking different with the for you page that they really try to figure out all aspects of your personality. YouTube, they keep it simple. They're like, you watched a scary yeah. video, here's more scary videos. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. TikTok yeah. is like, you watch this scary video and it had a woman that was five feet tall in it. So here's another video with a woman who's five feet tall doing something different, but it's fun this time. Oh, and then in that one, it was a lot of red. So here's here's a red video. Like, it's so fucking this is fucking crazy. Everything. It is so scary. It is so fucking scary, bro. Literally, I'm so glad that you shared that because that was life altering information. Like, holy fucking shit i have never ever looked at it like that like you need to be careful and very consciously think about how you're consuming things like today i was on i've, I've been doing this new thing where on my streams i'll scroll through tiktok and we'll watch tiktoks together because i figured out how to connect my phone to the computer screen and we can watch them together and i quite literally the first time we did it i cried from a video and then scrolled on and the next thing it was a cooking video just fucking making some fucking sushi like did, did the person show their face no okay good no they fucking you don't i know you don't like that i do not like conventionally attractive people <laughs> showing their face while they cook that fucking annoys me don't do it but oh my god dude wow 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 that is just crazy yeah i think it's great to <clears throat> knowing that makes me want to limit my time on there bury that like i even before seeing that video i rem i remember just feeling like i i don't want to get sucked into this today i have things i want to do today and i just don't want to get sucked into this today so i just haven't been doing it mm -hmm. and after seeing that i'm like valid i'm valid i feel validated <laughs> like yes. i made a good decision i need to spend less time on that app you know and it's tough because I still want to create. And I feel like yeah. that is the only place to grow right now as yeah. a, the type of creator that I am. You know, like right. I have my YouTube following. Nobody's recommending my videos because it's my account's been around for X amount of years. And I've been making weed videos that whole time. So I feel like mm -hmm. y'all can call me crazy, but I really truly feel like YouTube has like people who are put on a list that are not allowed to get recommended anymore. And I am oh, wholeheartedly fucking... on that list. <laughs> completely i agree it's a vendetta like they let me exist so great thank you but like it's just i started in a totally different realm like i remember getting thirty thousand subscribers in one weekend with you joya one weekend in one yep. weekend we got thirty thousand subscribers in one weekend like it was just a different like we, our content was different at the time a but b it, you aren't allowed to make that kind of shit anymore like we no, would get flagged as age restricted time. immediately those were shown to mm -hmm. everyone so it was just it was mm -hmm. different Half of our audience was high schoolers. So it's like the 18 yeah. restriction was not was not the tea at the time. Yeah, I imagine if there was an age restriction. We would never have a career. Original. We would never yeah. have a career. We would not have, the, at least not the one that we do now, because we had right. a very, very young audience at the time. Like we did. The number one thing that I get from people on TikTok is, oh my God, I used to follow you, I used in, to watch in, you. when I was in school, when I was in college. Like just everyone was young when they were watching us. And I was like, y'all cool. Dude, I know. And all the people are like, oh, me and my friend used to smoke before yes. school and watch you. I'm like, don't fucking tell bro. me that. I don't want to know that, but thank you yeah. for your support. Yeah, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny uh, should we take another rip yes i think we should but just to put a, a button on it guys be fucking careful with tiktok yes be careful with thank you so much for making me aware of that seriously you're welcome you're welcome and everyone listening for sure because, yeah because like that just the point he made last night like i was just like especially when you've already when you were already feeling like oh my god i'm emotionally all over the place like I literally I don't know felt what's happening on. I can't even describe to you how unhinged I felt last week. Like I felt so just horrendous. Like I, it was so weird. Like I just, I can't even describe it. And yesterday, like yeah. when I went out, I literally sat outside with Sydney for like three hours just at the beach. And it was like, 
therapy. Amazing. Fucking therapy. Oh, like so, so much when he said you. go touch some grass, that hit. I was like, bro, yo. Dude, and I think that literally well, getting outside, we are it's so good for you. We Humans are appealing outside. to we are p- appealing to like our natural I mean, that's where we used to live, like millions, thousands, whatever years ago are like I'm, our bodies human homo sapien bodies were living outside yeah. like we were in nature for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and i feel mm. like we're appealing to a very like pr- like primitive like core part of our beings by being outside and and taking in freaking sunlight and feeling the fucking ground like i'm gonna ask you a question right after this this hit because i think you were the one who told me but are you ready yeah hang on no i'm not ready i just turned it on okay but i'm pretty (laughs) sure you told me um wait okay cheers stop just be cheers (laughs) where the fuck's my fucking wax I have a, I have a, I have a theory that Adam was hitting it. You know how like when you hit it super hard, it sucks all the way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lol. Um, but question. Anyway, go question. ahead. Yeah. So me, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was you who told me that like there was a genocide or some kind of like really crazy war, um, in like an African country somewhere, and Europeans came in to try to Rwanda. Tell that story about. Wait, wait, wait. Is it wait, you wait, who wait, talked wait. about? Oh, no, I'm not. Was it okay? So then, then, and then a bunch of um, like psychologists and psychiatrists and shit came to try to help with all the trauma. That yes, that is... was me that told you that. Yes, okay. So okay. tell them. <laughs> okay. So um, I don't remember necessarily the genocide detail. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but it was a civil like war. A couple, few, yes, okay. something of that sort. Um, and so, yes, these European <coughs> psychologists came into these communities to try to help the people recover from all, all of trauma. this, like the violence and the try. Exactly. So they, I mean, obviously these people have seen some fucking horrible shit. So these doctors were like, let's go there. Let's help them. And they're, you know, they're, you know, quote, trying to do the right thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they get over there and they're speaking to these people and um, the communities that they're helping the people in these communities are like their therapies don't involve going outside. They don't involve sunlight. They don't involve music. They don't involve um, a gathering community. as a community. They, because obviously our, um, and I think it's called cognitive behavioral therapy. I just, that's like a, that's like the technical term for sitting in a chair, talking to a person across from you or on fucking telehealth or whatever, but speaking directly to one person about your problems, which can be really therapeutic Mm -hmm. for lots of people talking about it, but these the people who you know have been living their lives a certain way for thousands of years their ancestors their communities they're like they know that being outside getting sunlight become being active that was another thing dancing moving yeah just moving your body yeah listening to music they know that those things help them have helped that's that's how they were taught to help themselves out of a, a, a rut, whatever you want to call it. So well, they said that's they how they like, grieved sometimes. Like, you know, yeah, like it wasn't just totally sitting in a room talking to a person with no one around you and no stimulation, nothing a like stranger. that. A stranger. A person who you have no personal, familial relationship with, any friendship with. Yeah. So yeah, that um, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because there's so many things that we can do, and therapy is fucking amazing. Yes. We're not saying therapy. Go to therapy, work. stay in therapy. Yes, like if you're in but therapy, also <laughs> yeah, of course. And I'm dude, I'm I've been saying I was gonna go get a freaking therapist. I found one lady that I didn't really like, and I just never went mm-hmm. um back again. So I I am very much actively looking to find 
somebody. Yeah. But we also, there are things that our literal ancestors did like for thousands of years. And that is get outside, get some freaking sunlight, move your body, listen to some music. Reach out to your friends, make, have some community. Yes. You know, like literally be around other people. Yes. Like it's so, yeah. Free. Those are so important. Therapy is a wonderful evolutionary thing that we've been able to have. And we're lucky to have something like that because we're born at this stage in, in human history. But there are things that worked for thousands I just, of years I wish before that. there was more of a marriage between the two. Yeah, I just wish that absolutely. modern therapy was more. I mean, and maybe maybe some therapists are. I'm sure there are some therapists who are. But yeah, there I feel like are, instead yeah. of jumping to a medication, like we should look at like, what are we what is what is your diet? What are you doing here? What are you doing there? Like, why are we doing this? Like, you know, you know what? Let me share something kind of personal, actually, when you, that just reminded me of something. One of my nieces, she's 12 years old. She has severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. We like she's had it since she was a kid. I mm-hmm. had never seen a child with anxiety before and it broke my heart. Aww. She was like seven, seven, eight years old having like an anxiety attack about and she couldn't explain why she felt like that. She just did. It was yeah. so sad. So she's dealt with this for a long time. She has a fucking deadbeat dad that just sucks. Mm-hmm. My ex-brother-in-law. I hate him. And if you're ever listening to this, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I won't say his name, but I fucking hate him. So um, basically, my sister, my one of her friend's moms uh, contacted my sister recently and was like, you know, the, her friend is saying that she's having a really hard time. She thinks she's depressed. And and so my sister's like wants to get my niece in therapy and my niece wants to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But get this in order for her to be able to go to therapy my sister has to get her ex-husband's approval. He won't approve it. It's Why? been years. She's tried. I don't know. He's horrible. We, it is, he's the worst human being to ever exist. Don't know why he won't approve it, but he won't. I think probably because he doesn't want them to tell this uh, a therapist how horrible he is and all the horrible things. But he won't approve that. But get this. My sister, something she can do without his approval is get her on medication. And it's like fucking insane because it's like, she's 12 years old. Like what, who in their right mind would say it's okay for only one parent to, I mean, it's a, you know, I understand it's like, it can be an immediate medical decision. So she would need to have authority if something, God forbid, anything really bad happened. She would need to have the authority to say, yes, you can give her that medication or yes, you can Mm -hmm. do whatever. But I was like flabbergasted by that. That is Because I was like, oh my God, why is it so much easier for you to be able to give a kid to just a drug pill? your child than get them any kind of then like, to just have her go talk <laughs> like just to go talk what? to somebody like how fucking crazy is that, that just broke because anti-anxiety heart. medication is no fucking joke and i think they're also talking about like uh what's the other one i'm blank i'm blanking depression medication what? What the fuck? There's Zanax? like a medic. It's not anti-anxiety. It's like oh. antidepressants. Like Zoloft. It's like, yes, that's antidepressant. Mm-hmm. So those, yeah, it, that's not like an anti-anxiety medication works immediately. You'll feel it within like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Antidepressants take like weeks to mm-hmm. to really start working. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like medication is great for some people, and I yeah, think it's it, helps, it is it yeah. is fantastic, and it saves lives all the fucking time modern medicine is a gorgeous gorgeous thing i just hate that that is where we push things because i remember being a teenager immediately the first thing i I was a teenager and i had like some behavioral issues and so my parents made me see a therapist and then that therapist sent me to a psychiatrist and that psychiatrist gave me medications for depression um and i was just put on depression medication and i i fucking hated it i fucking hated being on the medication and i feel like there were so many different things (laughs) <laughs> that could have been done before that or like just different yeah. advice or like just they I didn't I also don't think I was talking to the right person I was not being open yeah with the, this person because I didn't yep. know her didn't like her like I was just like my parents are making me and, go to this so it was just like yeah 
I definitely, my mom made me go to therapy when I was like 12, 11, 12 is when I had to go. Mm-hmm. And for the first couple sessions, I did not. I was like, bitch, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. And eventually she built the trust with me and it completely changed the trajectory of my life. I feel like mm-hmm. my relationship with my mom was a complete 180. Oh, that's good. But yeah, but I mean, it's like, like it's really hard as a child to build a bond with an adult an adult like i had a, you don't freaking know oh, yeah i was a, i had a male therapist and a female therapist oh. i didn't like either of oh. them one of them diagnosed me with adhd and got me on medication for adhd and i don't think that was a super harmful thing at the time i think that was probably pretty good for me to find out and now i know that i have that as an adult yeah. so it's yes, like good totally. to know yeah um but then I didn't like him. Like I was not open with him. He was just like this elderly guy that my parents went to for like marriage counseling. So I was like, why the fuck am I here? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. My, my, my mom took me to the same place that she went with my older siblings Mm -hmm. too. And it was an old, old guy, but thankfully he had like, I don't know if it was his daughter that was like taking over the practice. Mm. So she was like, she was like my mom's age and reminded me a lot of my mom. Okay. And so eventually she was able to build trust with me. That's cool. But yeah, it's freaking, yeah. It's just so sad that we Im- immediately go to medication for these problems. Literally. Like, yes. And like you said, good to know that you have, that you have ADHD. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know that. That's mm-hmm. wonderful to know. But now as an adult where you're at now, you aren't going immediately to medication you're like no i know that there's other things that i can do to help me with this green tea green tea lemonade green tea lemonade baby this is my my adderall now i don't i haven't taken adderall in I love that years for you. I, like, green I know tea. you haven't taken you have you stopped taking adderalls like relatively early in our friendship i feel like yeah i used to sell it like i would just because i paid like oh, yeah $3. I, mean, I, I i bought my prescription up until i was like 25 because at 26, uh, okay. I fell off my parents' insurance, and so my insurance was not paying for it. Wasn't the... worth it. Yeah, I was like, not worth it. Enough. Yeah, I mean, we definitely used it. If there was like, if we knew that there was like a really gnarly episode of Two Girls One Bong, she would she would take it. Film that day. I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I just need like a little piece so I can get through three videos. <laughs> exactly, of getting high as fuck, like. Oh. Anyway. Wow, I I feel like I. I hope that everybody listening or watching has taken as much from this episode as I have. Yeah. Because I feel like I really like uh, this has been amazing. It's good to send me the TikTok. Yeah. I'll send it to you. And you can go look at his ticket. He's, he's funny. He makes fun of like the Gen Z trends. Like he's a really funny creator on there. So I was like really surprised to see this. Cause at first I thought it was a satire. I was like, where's the joke? Where's yeah. the punchline? And then I was like, oh yeah. my God. Whoa. whoa there isn't one. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So the we're, punchline is we're all being programmed. We're be fucking, being emotionally yeah. abused by an app. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, we're going to have to cut it a little short today, guys. Oh, because you got to go. Yeah, I have a nail appointment at 1230. So thank you for <sighs> tuning in. We love you guys so much. And we will see we you do. next, next week. week.